With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the new era. This is the new band. And we're unbreakable. We can rebuild him. We have the technology. We can make him better than he was. Better, stronder, faster. Actually, better, stronger, faster. Is that a line from Starship Troopers or something? No, it's actually the Million Dollar Man. It's Six Million Dollar Man. I know that. I don't even know what that is. We Brits don't do excitement, so this is the best you're going to get. Chris is bringing the noise today, apparently. Speaking of vanilla, it's just I I don't understand why. I don't think anyone does. I don't think Travis Green understands. Talking you through every goalie controversy, scoring slump, and draft lottery bust. This is the C4 Podcast on CanucksHockeyBlog.com and CKNW.com. Here they are, the best starting lineup to never wear a C, Chris, Anna, Matt, and Adam. Welcome to another episode of the C4 Canucks Hockey Podcast. As heard on Overtime Media, I am Chris at Lightforce, back in the saddle, but virtually on Easter Monday with Adam O'Donnell Carter at Adam FOC and Anna Forsyth at A4603. Missing in action is Matt Lee at Matt Lee underscore 61. He's off scouting in the hockey hotbed of Japan. Yeah, you know what? Untapped uh, potential in Japan, I feel like. Yeah. It, I, I suspect there is. I I swear I I was watching something just this year about how there are Canadians that are really starting to you know invigorate that Japanese hockey culture. Well, do you remember uh, Yutaka? What was it? Yutaka Fukufuji? The the I think first and, was that the goaltender? Yeah, first and only Japanese born player to play in the NHL, I believe. Yeah. Wow, good pull. Thank you, thank you. I try my best. <laughs> well, that's, that's why we bring you out. But uh, as far as our episodes go, what's other also different about this episode is the fact we don't have a rundown. Like this is the most like ad hoc podcast episode you're going to have heard heard from us uh, since Matt joined the show. Because as everyone knows, Matt Matt like he has like this rigor around the rundown, all the timing set up. If we go off the rails, he gets cranky as f. Like I mean, we're going to talk about each you know everything. We should talk about like. 
Game of Thrones, video gaming, the weather. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else might it's piss him off? It's funny. We joke about Chris being the dad, but if Chris is the dad, Matt is like the stepdad who tries to be way too strict coming in. Yeah, that yeah, I'm like, out. Yeah, I'm good times dad. Like, I, I would much rather just, you know, shoot the proverbial and have a good time. But, you know, Mr. Taskmaster, you know. Um, speaking of tasks, taskmastering, not that this actually even is a segue. Uh, <laughs> listening to the last episode, I understand that a certain someone, not on this podcast, dropped $6,000 on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Do you think that person's happy today? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a rough, rough day for that guy. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the fact that the NHL playoffs have been kind of screwy. We're going to cover you know playoff action. Not a whole lot going on in the world of Vancouver Canucks, so we won't be talking about you know, Canuck land, unless there's something that, you know, one of you really wants to, to hit on. I think we could talk a little bit about the world uh, hockey championship, I guess. I honestly couldn't tell you a single thing about the world hockey championship. No, I, so. I'm sorry. I couldn't either. By all means, Chris, you can lead it and we can, we can add on, but I, yeah. Is it even, has it started yet? I don't know. No, it hasn't, it hasn't started okay. yet. Um, there you go. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, again, this is this is uncharted territory for us. So for those of you tuning in to the C4 Connects Hockey Podcast, maybe those of you turned it, tuned in sometime this year or um, maybe late last year, we normally take the Canucks off-season off. Like, literally, we don't show up. We come back in August, September, sometime, maybe around July for agency. But uh, this off-season, we're going to be recording on a regular basis. Now, that said... We're recording this week. We'll be recording next week. And then as of May, it'll be every two weeks until the start of the uh, the regular season. But that's new charted, Uncharted Territory Force. We're going to have to just make things up. It's going to drive Matt nuts. Like, seriously, <laughs> this summer. Yeah. Well, I think our regular can... episodes will become off the rail episodes pretty quickly here. So That's true. And uh, for those of you who are patrons who are like, well, wait a minute. You recorded an episode. Why can't I tune into the live pod? Well, we're doing it virtually, and we have yet to figure out how to record virtually where the three of us can hear each other and that our patrons can hear each other or not hear each other, hear us, but that there's not like six versions of us. Like we get that stupid yeah. echo. Also, it's a holiday. I'm at my grandma's. Give us a break here. Yeah, I literally got in from the o Okanagan about 10 minutes ago. So, yeah. Was I the only guy working today? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, it must have been. But yeah, yeah, that's right, Adam. You're 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 over at grandma's. Is she gonna join the pod? Get her on? <laughs> uh no, Bubba doesn't know anything about hockey. <laughs> well, I have then, a friend of the show, um, Mama Forsyth is in the uh, house. Yes. Oh geez, we, maybe we got Mama Forsyth on the podcast. Give her give us her thoughts on the uh, the Canucks going into the off season, huh? Uh yeah. I don't think she'll like that. <laughs> well, uh you know what? Why don't we jump into, I don't know what segment next, but you're going to hear us take a short break and then there'll be some drop music. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the fact that the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning one week ago had simply lost a game. And it wasn't like they they lost the game and it's like, oh my God, the bottom has fallen out of the bus. It was like they lost a game. They didn't lose it well because it was a come from behind win. Would you have imagined a world where they get swept? I actually texted a friend about that today just because I was curious about where everyone actually finished in the standings when I was uh, looking at scores and and series today. And, you know, like it just really, I knew they had 128 points, but that's still 21 more points than the second closest team. Like they, they, like we talk about how historic their season was, but it's just still so hard to comprehend how damn good of a season it was. And to lose the first round as a president's trophy all-time team is one thing but to get swept like that's did they lose four games in a row all season i highly highly doubt it i it's it's i don't i almost think like it's not getting enough play of how big a deal it is you know yeah the thing is when i was filling out my bracket i was looking at tampa well and i thought well tampa are gonna get through but they're not gonna sweep because the jackets because people don't really do that and as dominant as they have been, they'll probably lose a game, but they'll get through. But the fact that they got, sw- yeah, like from a team that's literally just piled all of its eggs into this one basket. Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm not the first to say this, but I do like that Columbus made the playoffs and, and won because I think it they took a hell of a chance, obviously, with the Duchesne and Zingle trades and everything and not selling their assets. And it's nice to see them get rewarded for it because that makes you think other teams will take that chance in the future. And it's fun to watch. It's fun to see for any casual fan. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in two minds because, one, you just think it was so reckless that it's almost just, like, worrying they got rewarded. But And it is torts, but at the same time, it was fun to see a favorite get turned over. Yeah. And, you know, something to consider about that series, though, as well, Tampa didn't just lose, they lost bad. Game two, 5-1 Columbus. Game three, 3-1 Columbus. And game four, right off, 7-3. They had no answer for this Blue Jackets team, which has won their very first playoff series ever. Yeah. And and did so in dominating fashion. it's It's a huge upset. And I think you make a good point, Chris. Like, they were outplayed the entire other than you know once columbus came back from three nothing down in game one the series was essentially over like tampa stopped playing after that other than a little bit in game four but it it was just it was truly a shocking upset one i can't ever remember seeing something that similar you know and like you compare the two regular seasons sort of like what you did there adam uh you know, goals per game lightning were first in the league blue jackets were 12 uh in uh Power play percentage, Lightning, first in the league, Blue Jackets, 28. The only thing that the Blue Jackets were actually close to the Lightning was the penalty kill. They were 1-2, Lightning 1, 
Blue Jackets too. So, okay, you could arguably say that maybe the Lightning's power play percentage drops because they're into the second best penalty kill in the league, but everything else is a good stretch. Like, I, I am I am just blown away, and maybe it has to do with the fact that, you know, Columbus got the right pieces at the deadline. Maybe it has to do with the Tortorella effect, and somehow he's a coach who's turned over a new league. But how many brackets now have been broken? Like I would imagine the only people that picked Columbus to come out of that series were Columbus fans. And even then there's probably Columbus fans who's got their bracket broken because they didn't give their team a chance. Yeah. It it reminds me of, uh, I think it was last year in March madness when a 16 seed finally beat an up seed. Like it's one of those things where you just always pencil in the one seed twin because it just never happens. Right. It just, this was one of those things where Tampa was so good. So dominant the whole season that it just you know everyone just kind of swept it under the rug yeah tampa's gonna move on and that's that and then you did you know you put thought into everything else mm-hmm. now the playoff matchup between the boston maroons and the toronto maple Leafs, which is currently tied 3-3 and i think for you know all three of us correct me if i'm wrong we're happy that this series is going the distance not so much because we're happy for either one of the teams but we want whichever team gets through to be somehow destroyed in the second round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. say somehow destroyed. Do you have faith that the blue jackets could beat either one of these teams? Is is that how it plays out? No matter which team wins, it's the blue jackets playing them. I believe so. I don't think the NHL recedes. No, no, it, yeah. it doesn't, which is weird, but uh, well, I mean, did we have faith that Columbus would beat Tampa? No. Yeah. And, exactly and here we are. So, so. Who, who, Matt and I talked about this last week, but who are you guys cheering for in that series? Oh, uh, I think I hate Boston more than I hate Toronto, but the effect of Toronto getting further in the playoffs would be worse. See, that's how I feel. Like, I prefer that Boston not win, but considering how Toronto media has already amped up the Maple Leafs, I have said this in Discord, I want the Bruins to win in seven and promptly get swept. The difficulty yeah. is is looking at Columbus. Like, I, I can't see lightning striking twice. No pun intended. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. I, yeah, I, I'm on record as saying I want the Bruins to win this, and I, it's not all too close for me, to be honest with you guys. But I think it's been the most entertaining, entertaining series of them all so far. Fair yeah. enough. I, I, I don't deny that. I do find it interesting that you have Brad Marchand chirping his uh, uh, building maintenance crew about the quality of the Boston ice. Yeah, you don't see that every day, which makes me feel a little bit better about Canucks or uh, Rogers Arena ice. But yeah, it's it's weird to see him chirping his own ice. Mm-hmm. As far as the uh, other side of the uh, Eastern bracket, uh, Caps and Hurricanes tied 3-3. I will admit I can't, I guess, sauce hot for the Hurricanes. Yeah. Not, like, I, I prefer the Caps maybe go through, but I, I have sauce spot for the Hurricanes. I have, like, I just, they're one of the teams that, it's like the Dallas-Nashville um, series. I just, like, don't care about either of those teams. I don't care about the Hurricanes. Nothing about them excites me. I I had fun with their little post-game things during the season, but at this point, it's like, the Capitals are just so much more entertaining on and off the ice. I'm I'm going for the caps in this one. Well, and I guess yeah, that's actually a fair point. Like the reason I have a soft spot for the hurricanes has to do with how their approach to their post game antics were like when Don Cherry comes out and calls them a bunch of jerks. They're yeah, like, they let's run it. with that. Yeah. Like, I did appreciate that for sure. You know, that, that to me, you know, spoke volume. That's sort of why I had the soft spot, but yeah, if, if I have to 
choose. I want the Capitals to go through better hockey. Um, Pittsburgh swept four zero. Like I saw the, I saw this as a toss up. I chose the Penguins based on, um, I guess historical record. Yeah. But I did not see this being such a one-sided series. I mean, you got the Islanders sweeping the pens for buzz. I mean, games outside of the first one were close, but New York won by at least two in two of the, or well, in three of the four games. So a surprise here, or is this just a matter of, you know, you look at the Islanders as, as being the better team, just a surprise that it's a sweep. Anna. Yeah, um, I picked the Pens again, but I didn't think it would be anywhere near as dominant as the Tampa series. But like, Pens is still good, and they're still having huge regular seasons. Crosby um, is and Gino, but I don't know if they've improved since they like massively since they won the cups they did well, i i don't know who wrote it i wish i could give them credit but some might have been in the athletic they put out uh, or some pittsburgh newspaper wrote an article about how uh since i think it was in between their two back-to-back cups they uh the penguins have tried to get bigger and stronger even if it means sacrificing skill and they've been vocal about it and that you know they um they got jack johnson and they got erica branson and it's really hurt the team i think you kind of just see crosby malkin you you pencil them in as going forward just because they're so good but they've regressed a lot in the past couple of years and the islanders i think aren't given enough credit like i was talking about with a colleague it like there's nobody on that team to really get excited for other than matt barzell and you know on paper at least but they played a fun brand of hockey yeah i enjoyed watching that series i think probably the most in terms of just straight hockey yeah yeah i wish it went a little more yeah the uh other component that i i feel maybe is is overlooked was pittsburgh earlier in the season really wasn't doing too well uh they obviously played better as the season progressed, but I think that has more to do with the, uh, the division that they play in as opposed to, to anything else. And even though it was a two, three matchup and yes, the teams themselves were, were relatively balanced, uh, both between the penguins and Islanders, like penguins had better goals per game, power play percentage, face-off percentage. Islanders were much better goals against penalty kill and points point percentage. Um, it felt to me that the Islanders for some reason or another had something to prove. So it, it it was more like a one four in my mind as opposed to two three. Yeah, and what a story um, Robin Leonard is just. Um, yeah, best candidate. Yeah, like wh- where he was a year ago and where he is now. It's just a really nice story of resurgence. Well, speaking of Vezina candidate. And someone who did not get a nomination for the Vezina Trophy, we're going to jump over to the West. Uh, St. Louis eliminated the Vancouver, or the Vancouver, the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> a lot of teams did that. Well, St. Louis eliminated the Winnipeg Jets four two. Uh, Bennington, I think, was in my mind the difference. Correct me oh, if I'm wrong. Don't say that. I'm sick of that guy. <laughs> okay, but it's not his fault that people talked about him over Pedersen. 
Yeah. It, yeah like, I mean, yeah. He, he was well, he's on six his years well. before Pedersen, so let's, you know, yeah. let's just remember that. But he did play well. The Jets, I think, kind of shot themselves in their own foot. They just couldn't do anything consistently. Uh, maybe you give the Blues credit there. I didn't watch too much of this series, to be honest with you. Um, I'm a little surprised to see yeah. the Jets out so early. But here we are. Yeah, they're quite ill-disciplined, I thought. It's a team. Yeah. So. Well, in the Jets themselves, they underperformed. Right? Yeah, like, you know, sure. the And we're going to talk about another underperforming team in a moment. But the reason I sort of I bring up him being the difference is that maybe I'm, I'm overstating his importance so much that the Jets' offense dried up. Like in the first two games, Blues – Second two games, it's like Winnipeg woke up and then said, oh, now that we tied the series, we've got this. Right. And then they took their foot off the gas and, you know, St. Louis took advantage of that. But when you have a goaltender who is playing well, like Benignan has been, you can't afford to do that. Unfortunately for Winnipeg, that's all she wrote. They're done. Um, Briefly, though, Bennington did not get a nod for the Vezina. Is that because he only played a partial season? Or is that because he will be nominated for a different trophy. And if so, how is that person able to win that particular trophy if they're not the top in their position? Uh, I mean, you, I mean, you can win the Calder without winning. Okay. Without being the best forward. Sure. But, but look at, when you look at a goaltender winning the Calder, yeah. That goaltender has to be, you know, miles above every other defender and forward in the league. And if yeah. the goaltender's that good, he would have at least needed to have gotten a nomination of the Vezina in my mind. Like this, the NHL has good goaltenders, but if Binnington isn't top three, I don't see him as standing a chance against a, a, a Pedersen. I don't. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to win it. I, th- I think it's silly that it's even really part of the part, you know, that it's a conversation. Uh, I just don't think 36 games is enough to be eligible for an end-of-season trophy. But maybe that's just my bias for you. No, I I think you're right. And I think that's um, consciously or unconsciously played into the fact that he wasn't nominated for the Vesna. So... I think that should kind of disqualify him from winning the Calder also. Fair enough. Well, sticking in the West and underperforming teams, you've got the Calgary Flames losing 4-1 to the Colorado Avalanche. Here's another series where a goaltender made a significant difference. Outside of the fact that Johnny Gaudreau, he's great at regular season hockey, but not so much the postseason play. This is the first time... I think ever that the NHL has seen both top seeds from West and East eliminated in the first round. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was surprising. I Calgary was dominated in that series though. Like Mike Smith was his, was Calgary's best player. And I feel like when that's the case, that's not a good sign for your team. Uh, I just, he was, he, he was the best player for the team and he kept them in it. But, Colorado is just so fast, so fun. It, I'm happy to see the Avalanche move on if they're going to be playing like that. Now they're, and, they're not going to win the first yeah. overall? And with the added yeah, bonus, yeah, exactly. Calgary goes out, which is just fun. Yeah, I mean, you look at the, the series itself. Calgary loses two games 
uh, or big, the last game, game five, five, one, they lost game three, six, two. They won game one, four nil, but then lost three, two in overtime twice. Like, it's not as if they were ever out of the series. They just didn't get maybe the bounce they needed. And as you had said, Adam, a Colorado team that brought speed, brought finesse and leaned on their own, you know, stellar goaltending. Yeah. So if you're the Calgary Flames, do you look at this as simply a, eh, don't mind that. We know next season we've got ourselves geared up. Or is this a an Edmonton Oilers one and done flame out? No, I think this team is very good and young and deep. I, I think they'll be back and I think they'll be good for a while to come. I think to make any big rash decisions based on this one series would be kind of foolish. Like Tampa is not going to blow their team up because – they got swept after a historic season, right? Like I think their time will come to go deep. It's just not this year. The other two series in the West that are still ongoing, we've got the predators and the stars, which is currently in progress with Dallas up three, two one, one in the third period right now Hmm. in game six. And then we have the sharks and golden Knights tied three, three. And I will admit, I presume the golden Knights were going to win it. Last night, I thought they would. Yeah, this is another really fun series. I think it's classic uh, Western Conference hockey. If you have big boys and lots of hits, lots of goals. Uh, Little bad blood. I, yeah, definitely surprising for a new team in Vegas. But I'm a big fan, and uh, you know what? I thought they would have done it earlier than now. I'm glad it's going to seven. Um, yeah, it's been probably my second favorite series of the playoffs so far. Yeah, I think with Vegas's run last year all the way to the finals, they made some enemies and they've kind of created this big personality. And I like that they've done that because, you know, some people hate them now, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, they're not a boring team in like on or off the ice whatsoever. So I really enjoy that. And I've kind of always had a little bit of a soft spot for the Sharks, I think, just because I like the color teal. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's been a fun series to watch. But I definitely thought Vegas would have won it by now. So, yeah. Well, and, and watching that game last night, and the fact that the Golden Knights get a power play in double overtime, I that was the moment. I'm like, oh, they're going to they're gonna eliminate the Sharks. And not only for that not to occur, but the Sharks to actually score the winning goal shorthanded um yeah you know crazy definitely by surprise uh good series to be following and you know as sort of you guys would lose to this could be it for jumbo joe this might be his you know one last kick the can and yeah maybe he needs to he's looking old he's looking like it's about time to hang him up let's be real here now as far as uh second round matchups we already see the blues gonna face the winner of the predators and the stars which of those teams matches up better against the blues? Uh, probably the predators just cause I think they have a deeper defense, mm-hmm. but it, it's like just the old central division. You know, I feel like there's not a whole lot of excitement in that division. Yeah. I'm really struggling to care about yeah. this Nashville Dallas series. So yeah. yeah, it's not been too exciting. Does that mean, does that mean Colorado Thanks. will play the winner of the Vegas San Jose? Series? You got it. That's gonna. That'll be a fun series. I'll watch yeah, the hell out of that one. Yeah. Well, you look at in the storyline. So if if San Jose gets through, you've got an, a team that's a little bit uh, longer in tooth, but 
you know, knowing that the window itself has closed considerably. Vegas goes through, it's still the whole Cinderella story without Cinderella actually being Cinderella anymore. Uh-huh. Um, as Anna had alluded to, a team that has maybe um, less love from other teams in the league, and maybe they're more like the Wicked Stepsister. Yeah. But uh, Avs yeah. do look good. Anywho, uh, enough chatter about the playoffs. What we'll do here is we'll take a quick break uh, before we jump into some other segment that I have absolutely no idea that I'm going to use until such time as I uh, put in the drop. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take hitting out of the game. You can't hit anymore, so don't do it. The unsportsmanlike conduct, I want to get an explanation on that. No kidding. Because how do you get suspended for unsportsmanlike conduct? Plus interference. There's no interference there. He had the puck. Now, Madison never, ever did that before. Now, why did he do it? And that Because he was mad. Well, your early favorite for the Calder <laughs> Trophy, that's for sure. Elias Patterson, you might even say your early favorite for the Hart Trophy. <laughs> Just to get back to your question, Elias is going to play plenty. He can play. He's going to get a lot of power play time and... Yeah, I'm concerned about our offense. We lost 200-point players, and we've got to find a way to score. Okay, I have no idea what drop I just played, but what I thought we could do is actually just, uh, you know, shoot the proverbial as to what the heck we're going to get up to as the playoffs themselves start to dwindle down. Like, we've been kind of fortunate. There's been multiple games, but as is apt to occur we'll see less and less playoff hockey plus the actual games themselves start to become earlier and earlier for us like even when there's west coast teams we start to see those you know even two west coast teams playing four o'clock start or in the finals they're always at five yeah unless it's like a central division team that'll be even earlier you know so so off the rails here because matt's not here to tell me otherwise what do you plan on doing with all this extra time you're going to have now Anna, you want to go first? Um, I don't know. Pick up a hobby, maybe? Wow. Like what? Yeah. I picked up a hobby, actually, but I'll let you continue. Um, well, first of all, before like we kind of, on our two shows every two weeks, we got my birthday show next week. I hope you guys have remembered that. I, I have to talk to you about that, Anna. Like, if you are going to tell me that you're not coming to my birthday show, Adam. Well, I'll tell you why when we get to me, but keep going. Um, so that's my main interest. I don't see much beyond my birthday, so that's my main concentration. But yeah, it's we'll we'll have the draft to look forward to, so that's exciting. Um, cri- a summer of cricket for so me. You got nothing going on between the end of April and the end of June. I'll be watching a lot of cricket. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> okay, okay. Which for me is exciting. I realize it's not exciting for everyone else. Who else is it in Discord that likes cricket? Isn't there someone? Um, probably Tre- Trev Goldie, I would guess. He's Australian. Yeah, I know. I think, so I think I you're know. right. It might be Trev. Because I remember that every so often I'll, I'll see conversations that sort of pipe up. And, you know, it's like, oh, cricket? Sure. Some guy's running back and forth between sticks with a ball that no one wears gloves for. I don't know. It's a crazy sport. It's like, you know, the Aussie rules version of baseball. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. 
Adam, tell us your exciting plans. You're dying to, clearly. All right. Well, this well, there's a few. I've recently taken up uh, gardening, Ooh. which I'm Aww. enjoying greatly. That's Our that, upstairs neighbors moved out, and so they left the garden for us to deal with. So uh, I recently built a, a birdhouse for this woodpecker that's been around. I've installed uh, um, a house for mason bees, which are solitary bees bees that are good for pollinating i've planted some wildflowers um and hopefully the bees will like those and then uh, i'll get the herbs going after that so it's been fun that's that will be my hobby when the sun comes out more um next week so is your birthday show next monday anna is that the idea yeah because that is okay well i'll be there I'll be there for that. Oh, okay. Well, I won't be there for your birthday party because I will be in the States over the weekend. Oh, well, I'll allow that. Going okay. to like some, you know, gardening, you know, exhibition? <laughs> no, uh, I, our school sport is Ultimate Frisbee and the biggest Ultimate Frisbee tournament uh, in the world for students is in just outside of Seattle this weekend. So I will be coaching my students there. Oh, you're going to bring wow. back a championship? Uh, probably not. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sorry to my students who wow. may be listening to this. But he they just schooled uh, you terrible guys, if you will. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's okay. We'll try our best. It's all about the spirit of the game in Ultimate. So, so does that mean you're a bad coach? No, I'm a great coach. Okay, sure. <laughs> a good coach... Always blames his players, right? Yeah. (laughs) That seems to be the way. Yes. Um, Speaking of actually students tuning in. So I I actually am curious about this. You had mentioned that two of your students tune in the podcast and at least one of them fell asleep listening to it. Now, did they fall asleep listening to it? Like a nice way, a nice way. Like they put it on for bed. Ah, okay. Because not because I was curious if it was because it was boring. I was curious if it had to do with my voice. So, um, some context here. Uh, Nexus listens to both the C4 Connects Hockey podcast, but also my Overwatch podcast. And he had shared a story how he put it on in his uh, truck on a road trip uh, with the you know the wife in the in the, the vehicle, and it put her to sleep. Apparently, the you know the sweet uh, dulcetones of my voice and video games can put people to sleep. Mm, that might be it. I was just curious. I'm surprised just my, my voice is soothing it enough for anyone to fall asleep to honestly but okay anywho yeah yeah chris you got a you got a great radio voice or like a you podcast do. voice but uh can't be the same can't be said for the rest of us <laughs> no. the uh so i get feedback about my voice all the time like at work people will comment oh yeah you know that video that chris recorded really like his voice um at a at one of the vancouver titans meetups Someone comes by, hey, man, you should start like going to radio or start a podcast. You got a voice for it. The voice I hear internally does not sound at all good. I know. <laughs> it's funny. I get compliments on my accent all the time, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah, if you heard other British accents, you wouldn't find mine so appealing. But it's I, I like the voice I hear in my head, but I hate <laughs> the one I hear when I listen back, you know? Yeah. And I, and and that, see, that part I get too, like the reverse it's because it is different. The one you hear and the one that you hear recorded are often different. It's just like what I hear and what I hear recorded are just like completely opposite. Like I sound, I find, uh, or I find I sound nasally and high pitched and like why people like, Oh yeah. Nice low voice. No. 
You do. You got a nice baritone. But if you think about like all the voices out there in sports radio, like think about how Jason Botchford sounds, and he probably works well because he's with Jeff Patterson, for example. But yeah, just he is very loud, and it's not exactly soothing. But I think it takes different strokes. Fair enough. As for me and my summer plans, because I have all this free time, uh, is that I don't have free time. You see, uh, this whole Overwatch podcast has really taken off. I'm actually looking forward to not having to record weekly for the Canucks podcast because the weekly recording of the Vancouver Titans podcast um, has added some additional strain into a life where I have a two-year-old now. It was her birthday this weekend. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, I will pass that on to her. And... uh, yeah, you know. Does Matt remember her name? Uh, probably not. We'll have to quiz him when he comes <laughs> back. He'll start spitting out names. Like, how often, like, he could use baby force, which he actually does, yeah. but he, you know, beyond that, no clue. Um, a related piece to the Vancouver Titans podcast, though, is the fact that Francesco Aquilini has been sharing his, you know, happy thoughts about the fact that the Titans have been, like, dominant. And I kid you not, every time he goes and tweets, oh yeah, the Vancouver Titans are doing hot, someone replies, fire Benny. (laughs) Anywho. I mean, fair enough. Well, it it is interesting that, well, one, I mean, for those who don't know Overwatch, um, that the Vancouver Titans themselves are doing as well as they have been. It would be akin to the Vegas Golden Knights having an undefeated hockey season, but not where they've picked players from the NHL, that they simply went and promoted it like an AHL team to the league. Like that's that would really? be really what we're seeing with the Vancouver Titans. They are a team that was playing in what would be essentially a lower division. And now huh. suddenly they're top of the table in, uh, in the big leagues. So how often did the, do they play? Is that even the right word? Yeah. So the, like the overwatch league itself, um, has, well, it's only two seasons old. So the first season, second season, there's quite a few changes because there are more teams this year, but Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, for the most part, there are four to, or three to four matches each of those days. Um, and they then in turn may play once or twice within a week. Um, and then occasionally a bye week So like this weekend, they're doing what they call the homestand series. So they're not actually playing in LA where all the games normally happen. They're going to be in Dallas or just outside of Dallas. And uh, there's only a handful of teams playing this weekend. The rest get the weekend off. But to put into perspective, this uh, stadium they're playing in just outside of Dallas, 8,100 seats, the building sold out like two days after tickets went on sale. And that's for like all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Crazy. I'm surprised Overwatch is still as big as it is. I thought it would have faded a little bit. Well, depending on who you talk to, there are a lot of people that will call it a dead game. But I, mean, I think there's still quite a bit of, well, there's quite a bit of money behind it, being that the Activision Blizzard, the company that developed the game, is yep. wealthy. And then in turn, yep. they had such high numbers that their Overwatch League itself is able to sustain the game. Uh, Anywho, I know Matt's probably like going Bald right now, His pulling head the hair is up, exploding. right? Um, 
but yeah, if you haven't tuned into the uh, the Ready Set Poem podcast, mm-hmm. you really should. If only to listen to my voice, because you know that's what people do. But uh, that's that's going to be my summer. Like uh, beyond the fact that I'm obviously going to continue to tune in and try to piss Matt off every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. great. That's yeah. my favorite yeah. pastime. <laughs> Anywho, um, I don't know. The only other thing I was going to mention, because I did say World Hockey, was that we were talking Discord today, that apparently uh, Little Things Erickson is getting recognized for doing the little things back in Sweden. I, yeah, <laughs> I did see that. Oh, man. Can't wait till he's out of here. Serious serious yeah, question. I mean, he's he's finishing his contract, agreed? Yeah. Yeah. One way or another. Like it, One place. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he could be... I mean, he could be traded, but arguably, who's going to take that contract on? Right? Yeah. Unless no, unless there's like an expansion, you know, requirement where they need a a contract to be available, and the team's short on it, and some crazy deal. Right. But yeah, no, he, little things going to be a Canuck. So I apologize to all of you that that might piss off. Anywho, as we wrap up this shortened episode of Freeform Podcasting, uh, what final words of wisdom do you wish to share to our thousands and thousands of listeners there, Anna? Um, I'm just excited for what round two brings us. I know that's a bit premature, but yeah, round one of the playoffs have been genuinely exciting. So I'm excited for more surprises in round two. Hmm. Adam? Uh, not really hockey related, but it's just a great time for sports with basketball playoffs on now. Dead too. to me. Raptors are doing well. Why? What? Basketball? It's dead to me. Oh, I thought you meant no, no, no. <laughs> you're 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 fine. No, no. It's basketball. It's okay. dead to me. Sorry. That's fine. I get it. I yeah. Anyway, uh, Raptors are looking good. I cheer for the Milwaukee Bucks half heartedly. So they're doing well. That's fun. Can to you really well. do anything else for a team in Milwaukee? Well, that's why it's like, you know, they're perennial underdog, but uh, not so much anymore. Anyway, uh, fun time in sports. That's all. I don't know. But let's talk about basketball on Discord. Yeah. Or the end of the football season. It's very exciting. Or the NFL draft. That's coming up too. Oh, snooze. (laughs) You bring up a good point, Adam. You should talk about basketball or football or football or cricket in Discord. Join a Discord. If you're not already there, talk about everything and anything. Um, I had commented about this last year during the playoffs, was that that was the first year that I can remember where the Canucks weren't in the playoffs that I still continued to pay attention to hockey. Like I am, I am a biased Vancouver sports fan. If Vancouver's not involved, I often could care less. And now with us, obviously podcasting, I kind of have to, but it's less arduous of a task for me to do when there's great people in discord talking about uh, hockey, whether it be our patrons, our regular supporters, the thousands and thousands of listeners, what have you. So to, to join our discord, it is a, uh, a bitly link pinned on our Twitter account, which is at the C4 podcast, but it's bitly slash C4 discord or C4 podcast. All of those being all caps. That'll get you in. Uh, as far as final thoughts for me, I'm just going to have, you know, fun this summer. Uh, we are off on a cruise to kick off the summer, even though it's in May and we're going up to Alaska where it'll still be cold, but that'll be fun times. Ooh. And we structured the podcast so that you don't lose out on your Chris action. Cause while I'm away, that'll be the uh, one episode that we wouldn't be recording normally. It's Chris. Small. The world. 
But uh, on behalf of the Missing in Action, scouting for NHL players in Japan, Matt Lee at Matt Lee underscore 61, Anna Forsyth at A Forsyth 03, and Adam Omnell Carter at Adam FOC. I am Chris at Light Force. On behalf of the C4 Canucks Hockey Podcast, is heard on Overtime Media, as well as CanucksHockeyBlog.com. You can find us every which way to Sunday. Just search for the C4 Podcast. But guess what? We're out. <laughs>